0: Hello, mighty men of God, Joe Martin here, man builder, award-winning speaker, author, and Tanya's husband and Kindle and Faith's dad. Welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast where we help good men become great men God's way. Every Wednesday, we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Today is the Real Men Check-In. The Real Men Check-In is just a quick way to help you start your week on the right foot in the right way. Every Monday, I share personal insights, encouragement, and support that will move you beyond church to real change. I keep it short, I make it fun, and then I'm done. So let's get started. Real Men Connect, episode 66. Real Men Fight with the Right Weapons. Let me say that again. Real Men Fight with the Right Weapons. If you've been a Christian for more than a minute, you've probably heard a preacher, pastor, reverend, or minister quote Ephesians 6.12. And it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was a child, that scripture used to scare me to death (laughs) because I would get these mental pictures in my head of ghosts and dead people hiding and waiting to attack me. Now, it could have been that I just watched one too many scary movies. But as I got older, I started to realize what that scripture really meant and what God was trying to say to us. And the simple fact is is that more times than not, when we get into conflict with someone, especially those we love and are closest to us, we often forget that they aren't the real enemy. Satan is. And sometimes we, and that includes myself, allow Satan to influence our thoughts and our actions, which causes us to sometimes treat the people we love the most the worst. Now, I say that because this week on The Real Men Check-In, I want to challenge you to fight the enemy, Satan, with the right weapon. And that's with the word of God. Now how ironic is that usually when we're arguing with the ones we love it's often our words not the word of God that causes and inflicts the most damage Now the Bible tells us in Hebrews 4:12 that the word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart Now, the Bible also tells us in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, that all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be competent and equipped for every good work. Basically, God is telling us that we can trust his word to fight and defeat the enemy, whether that enemy is outside of us, Satan or inside of us. But we have to first understand that man or woman is not your enemy. Your wife or girlfriend is not your enemy. Satan is. That's who you must protect yourself against. That's who you must fight, and you must choose your weapon wisely. This week, I'm going to focus on one specific type of conflict that many men face in their relationships, and this is what I call the after fight. (laughs) Now, you've heard of the after party, right? Well, this is what I call the after fight. Now, what is the after fight? You know, when you've gone at each other in conflict, and you've disagreed about everything except your names. And you leave the fight thinking this one was really bad (laughs) i don't know we'll ever recover from this one or this situation marriage or relationship is hopeless and they won't listen to me they'll never change you get the point well it's when you reach the end of your rope and you're just too tired to tie a knot at the end of that rope and just hang on for dear life and when you're feeling this way your mind becomes fertile ground for the enemy and he's waiting to devour you steal your peace kill your joy and destroy your relationship so the question is what do you do now? See, that's when you use your what I call WMDs, you know, the weapon of mass destruction <laughs> against the enemy, and that's called the Word of God. And the Bible is filled with these words that will make the enemy run away faster than Usain boat in the 100-meter dash. The key is knowing which weapon in the Word of God to use at the right moment. Well, in the case of an afterfight, and you're at your wits end, feeling defeated, broke down, busted, and disgusted, and you're ready to throw in the towel, Here are ten verses from my personal vault of Bible memory verses that you might want to write down, memorize, and repeat when you need it the most. Now, don't worry about it. I'll post them in the show notes so you can write them down later if you have to. For now, just listen as I personalize it to give it even more power to combat the enemy, not my wife, or whoever I may be in conflict with. Now, here's the first one, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. For the weapons of warfare that I possess are not of the flesh but they have the divine power to destroy strongholds. So devil, listen up. So I will destroy all arguments and every lofty opinion, including my wife's, (laughs) that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I will take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. This scripture reminds you that no other word trumps the word of God and that you have the power to train your brain by taking every thought captive because that's where the battle starts. It starts in your mind. Now, number two, 1 Peter 5 and 10. And Joe, after you've suffered a little while, remember that I am the God of all grace, who has called you to my eternal glory in Christ. I will myself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Now, to me, this scripture reminds you that suffering is inevitable, but it won't last forever. And even after this made you weak, God will strengthen you. Now, check out number three, Isaiah 26.3. No matter how chaotic things look in your life, God reminds me, at least he reminds me in Isaiah 26, 3, that he will keep me in perfect peace as long as my mind is stayed and fixed on him. Now, number four, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which you're probably familiar with, and it's one of my favorites. It says, God, I trust in you with all my heart, and I choose not to lean on my own understanding. Instead, in all my ways, I will acknowledge you, and you alone will make my path straight. I love that word. Now check out number five, and this is great, especially after I've blown it big time. I pull out Psalms 51:10, and, and it reminds me to cry out to God, and it says, "Lord, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me." Because guys, I know sometimes I need my heart renewed, and I need it cleansed. Now number six is Isaiah 40:31, and now this is great to use when your patience starts to wear a little bit thin, and you're tired of being sick and tired. Remind yourself. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. You tell the enemy this, that they will mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Now, number seven, this is Psalm 56, 3 and 4. Now, you can use this one when you're afraid of how the other person is going to react after you've had a conflict or heated an argument with them. Now, use this weapon against the enemy. You tell them, when I am afraid, I put my trust in God. It's God's word that I praise. And in God, I trust. I will not be afraid. What can a mere human being do to me? Wow. Now, when you think you've tried everything in your relationship and no matter what you do, that's right. It just doesn't seem to make a difference or matter at all. And you wonder to yourself if this person or if this situation is just hopeless or why even bother trying? Now, if that's the case, then you have to pull out Galatians 6 and 9. Say to him and yourself, I won't grow weary of doing good. For in due season, I will reap the harvest if I just don't give up. Now, number nine, I love number nine, which is 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. And I use this when I'm feeling weak, vulnerable and defeated after an argument. And I just say to the enemy, God says his grace is sufficient for me. His power is made perfect in my weakness. Therefore, I will boast all more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So for the sake of Christ, I am content with my weaknesses, with the insults, with the hardships, the persecutions, and the calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And last but certainly not least, when you start questioning God for having to suffer and endure the pain of your marriage or your relationship, don't forget to use number 10, which is 1 Peter 4 19. Therefore, devil, now it's me speaking this to the devil. As long as I suffer according to God's will, I will entrust my soul to my faithful creator and I will continue to do good regardless of how I feel. Wow, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get back in the battle right now. As we close out, I wanted to just mention this one last thing. My wife used to be a sergeant in the police department. Now she only stands five foot one and she weighs about a hundred and nothing, but she was my girlfriend at the time. But whenever I would see her go to work, I would pray that God would protect her and bring her back home safe to faith, our daughter. But even with God on her side, Tanya would never even consider leaving home and going to work without her weapon. No cop or soldier in their right mind would do that, and neither should you. We as husbands, fathers, and leaders, and as men can't afford to leave our homes and go to work or go to war without being fully armed and dangerous, ready for battle against the enemy. Because remember, a real man isn't just ready to fight. He's ready to fight with the right weapon. So that's the Real man Check-In for this week. I hope that it blessed you and if you found it helpful. Please share this episode with a man that you're discipling or mentoring. And don't miss our regular weekly interviews on Wednesdays. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please visit our website at realmenconnect.com and join our growing community of real men. We also have a couple of free gifts waiting there just for you. And guys, please do us a huge favor. Take about 30 seconds and go over to iTunes and rate the program. See, it's the best way to help us move up in the rankings and grow the podcast so we can get this program in the hands, ears, and hearts of men just like you. So thank you so much for listening because without you, there would be no Real Men Connect. So until next time, I'm Joe Martin with realmenconnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day choose to be the man God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed and as always, stay in his grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast, it's a mission ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man, God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.